When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, and welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, where the spiritual and physical glow-up happens. My name is Jasmine, and I am a certified life coach, podcast host, and lifestyle and wellness enthusiast. As your go-to gal for all things glow, I help women to cultivate a high-vibe mindset, create abundance, practice self-love, and manifest the reality of their dreams by sharing my wellness and lifestyle tips and secrets to living my best glow life. If you are a modern-day spiritual woman, then this is the podcast for you. And if you're ready to embrace all the high vibes and glow like never before, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. It is your go-to glow girl for all things living an intentional, beautiful, luxurious life and glowing up into the best version of yourself. But I am recording this episode on the new month and it's Monday and I love when the new month starts on a Monday. It's something about it that makes me feel like I have my whole life together. Tell me if you agree. I have a cozy girl talk episode for you this week i have my iced coffee with me you can hear it in the background i'm laying on my bed i have my cozy blanket with me i have the candle going on in the background and it's just real cozy vibes right now and i want you to listen to this episode and get cozy yourself so whether you're listening to this in the morning with your cup of coffee or you're listening to this in the evening with some glass of wine whatever you're doing get cozy because today's episode is a cozy girl talk episode it is you coming over to my house and we're having some chit chat over a glass of wine those type of vibes so with all that being said i'm ready to get into this episode i really hope that you guys enjoy you guys sent sent over some really great topics and good questions so without further ado let's just go ahead and get into it So I'm just pulling up my post that I posted on my Instagram stories of all of your questions and topics that you sent over to me. So a lot of relationship questions, mental health related things, being motivated, anxiety. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and get into it. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep the questions or topics anonymous just because I don't know if people are comfortable with me sharing who said what and when and where and why but um basically I'm just gonna read over your questions slash topics give you my opinion my input just as I would if we were having like a one-on-one girl talk session you know like you coming over to my house we're just catching up so the first thing so somebody said Hi Jazz, so I've been making some pretty big moves in my life and career, ones that I'm very proud of and did not come easy to me. I am extremely grateful and appreciative of all my blessings, but it hurts because some of my closest friends and family members have not been supportive like I am with them. Whenever they reach huge milestones, or not even huge ones, I'm the first to congratulate them or want to take them out 
well pre-covid obviously lol i feel you (laughs) or just celebrate them with me i am either met with oh that's cool or no acknowledgement at all i don't know if it's because what i do is not considered normal um but it really hurts my feelings that my friends some of my close friends and family are not as happy for me the way that i am with them any tips advice or thoughts hold on let me sip some of my coffee real quick Girl, it sounds like you have some haters in your life, okay? I'm just, I really hate that term haters, but I don't really know what other way to put it that it sounds like you have haters in your life. Okay, so I don't want to say that every person is a, you know, that doesn't seem happy for you is a hater because there could be other reasons. Like you said, it may be because they don't understand what it is that you do. So I don't know. We'll get into that. But what I want to say is I've definitely been there and it's definitely hurtful where you accomplish something or you reach a new milestone and you're so excited and happy for it for it and you share it with your loved ones and you're just met with nothing and it's very disheartening and hurtful so first off i want to say i'm so proud of you you deserve all of these blessings and everything that's coming to you you deserve it you've worked hard for it and i know it's not it wasn't easy so i'm proud of you and you should be proud of you And when it comes to having family members or close friends not feel that happiness or share it with you, there's a few things. The way that I've navigated this, because I too don't have a normal career path or I'm not really doing normal things that most people in my life are doing. I've learned that there are some people that are just not going to get it or they're not going to take me seriously or they're going to think what I'm doing is just a hobby and they don't understand how real this is and how important it is to me and that with those people I don't even bother explaining any milestones to them I don't bother explaining what's going on with me what I'm doing when they ask me like oh how are you how's work I'm very not necessarily short but I keep it cute and keep it short because I know that even if I were to explain all the amazing things that are happening in my business and in my life they're still not going to get it so there's no point in sharing it with them so my first tip or advice for you is if there are certain family members or friends who you feel okay maybe they just don't get me please do yourself a favor and don't bother even explaining to someone who can't comprehend what it is you do or why it's important to you and some you know sometimes people are unable to be happy for you because they are not happy with their own lives and that's my other tip or advice for you is to not take it personally even though it is something personal if they're unhappy in their own life if they're unfulfilled in their career and their relationship and with who they are and just where their life is in general it is very difficult for a person like that to be happy for somebody else wait side note it's 11 11 right now but anyways going back to what i was saying ask yourself okay is this person where they want to be in life are they happy in their own life and if the answer is no then chances are that's probably why they don't show happiness and gratitude for you because it's really difficult for people to do that and that is coming from someone who used to be that type of person so that is another reason why they could be that way and lastly it honestly could be that they're just haters it's like that saying goes and i think it's really corny and cheesy but it's absolutely true is sometimes people they want to see you do good but they never want to see you doing 
better than them they take it as competition and it's really unfortunate and sad because we truthfully we live in such an abundant world you guys like each and every single one of us could be successful in the way that we want to be successful each and every single one of us has the right and ability to live their dream life to be happy to be the person that they want to be every person has that opportunity no matter like where you come from your circumstances every single person on this planet has that opportunity and the only thing that stops us from being able to achieve or have that is our own selves and this is coming again from someone who doesn't come from privilege who came from a very traumatic childhood and had so many things going against me when people don't recognize their own power they get um, intimidated by other people who have recognized their own power so it could be that they're either jealous of your success or they feel intimidated by all your accomplishments and blessings as unfortunate as that is it's just a part of leveling up sometimes and you can love people at a distance if that means protecting your energy and not feeling like okay do you not care about me etc so keep doing what you're doing stay focused on your path if you're clearly doing something right and don't worry about who's not rooting for you shift your attention to who is rooting for you and love and focus on them because at the end of the day that is what matters someone asked how to make a big decision in your life and when should i use my heart or my brain to think this is actually a really good question when it comes to how to make a big decision in your life i used to be a really logical person let me say that first and i wasn't the type to take risks or take chances and i needed to know how a plus b equals c and if i can't figure out how that works then i'm not going to do it a lot of times when it comes to making a decision in life or making changes we get intuitive nudges that something needs to change or shift before it actually needs to change or shift does that make sense so for i'll use a relationship for example because this is a very common thing let's say you're in a relationship with someone and you kind of get this feeling that maybe this relationship is not meant to be it's not working out and you ignore it and you ignore it your intuition always knows what's up it always knows what's up and if we listen to it we can then make decisions before things get really ugly or bad and if we don't listen to our intuition and we ignore it what happens is our intuition gets louder and louder and louder until it's in our face and we can't ignore what needs to happen something will happen where you literally can't ignore what your intuition is saying and you are forced to make a decision or a change first part of this question is how to make a big decision in your life is listen to your intuition obviously it's important to logically think things through as well so it's important that you use your intuition and your brain but at the end of the day the question that i ask myself when i'm in the midst of making a decision like right now i'm actually in the middle of making a huge life decision that i'm not going to say yet but once i make that decision i'll talk about it but um a question that i asked myself when deciding that i want to do this is what feels right 
for me right now? What is it that I need? And based on my answer, I can decide what needs to be done. In order to make any huge life decision, you have to be honest with yourself in what it is that you need and what you feel. Stepping into the unknown, and I think that's what keeps a lot of people stuck in in their life and not making the changes that need to be made or you know avoiding huge life decisions is the fear of the unknown and not really knowing what's on the other side of that door but if you are unhappy with where you are right now what's on the other side of that door can't be worse than where you are right now and that's what I always keep in mind when I'm afraid to make a a big move or make a big change is like asking myself would I be happy if I stayed in this position right now or if I stayed here right now would I be happy in a few months or a few years and if the answer is no then I owe it to myself to to make that choice and intuitively you always know what the right choice is so that is my answer for that so somebody else said mental to talk about mental health what motivates me and letting go of things i know mental health is like sensitive subject because there's serious mental health issues but my mental health advice is going to be very surface level and very how to keep a healthy mindset perspective um obviously if you deal with like serious mental health issues then it's always best to seek professional advice but my mental health advice to keeping you know healthy and afloat is definitely dedicating time throughout the day whether it's in the morning or in the evening to check in with myself there is so much power in simply checking in with yourself and how you're feeling and how you're doing and how did this situation affect you and how did it feel when your coworker told you this or how did it feel when your partner said this to you and just checking in with yourself we spend so much of our time focused on other things by doing this frequently you avoid allowing things to build up in your mind until you explode so one journaling checking in with yourself morning or night my next thing is to do things that fill your cup up before your cup actually gets empty you guys oh my god so we No, we all hear the quote, you know, filling my cup up or make sure to fill your cup up. But I think it's also important to note, don't let your cup run empty. That is like the number one sure way to deteriorate your mental health or to have some sort of breakdown is be by letting your cup run empty and it's the same it's like the same thing with putting gas in your car you know you don't want to let your gas tank run completely empty and you get you get stuck somewhere once you see the light that your tank is empty that is your sign to fill it up before it actually goes completely empty so that you don't get stranded anywhere and it's the same concept with filling your cup up is don't let it run completely empty and then now you're forced to fill it up so that's something that i'm learning for myself and however you decide to fill your cup up that's um your personal choice for me what i'm realizing works for me is definitely having weekends where i don't do any type of work where maybe i disconnect from social media a bit because a lot of my work is social media based and that takes a lot on your mental health to be on the computer or on your phone every single day for long periods of time and granted it is a lot of work like 
work-related stuff, but it still can be mentally draining. So I'm finding for me that I need to dedicate at least a weekend or a day where I'm not doing anything social media related. I'm not doing anything on the phone or the computer and I'm just doing whatever makes me happy that's not technology-based. And it's also making sure that I'm spending quality time with my partner. What else fills my cup up? Just doing things that make me happy that are not necessarily productive and also in my vlog that I'll be putting out this week I talk a lot about how I de-stress and kind of reset my mind so if you want to check out that video on more tips on how to take care of your mental health and just like de-stressing definitely check that video out because that's me literally showing you the process of beginning from being stressed and overwhelmed to the end of being rejuvenated and relaxed. So that's that on that. And then as far as... So what motivates me in life is knowing that I want great things for myself. It's knowing that I envision myself living an extraordinary, beautiful, abundant, luxurious life and knowing that I... And the only person that's going to get me there, that is what motivates me, is knowing and seeing the end vision that I have for myself and that every single thing that I do each day is bringing me closer and closer to that reality and just knowing the power that I have within myself. That's what keeps me going, honestly. And it, it sounds very simple because it is. There is nothing very grand about that. And as far as letting go of things... It depends what we're talking about. If it's like letting go of toxic habits, that takes patience with yourself and compassion. What I've learned through my therapist is that, you know, healing is not a linear a linear journey. There will be times where you make progress and then you disappoint yourself and then you make progress and then you disappoint yourself again. And that's okay. It's just about showing yourself compassion and not staying in that space for so long. So if we're talking about toxic habits and healing you know letting go of like old versions of you my advice is patience compassion and consistency along with this someone also asked how to forgive yourself for past actions for and forget about the past and move forward so i'll answer this together because it's like one in the same i've had to do a lot of forgiving for myself for past actions of mine for the person that i was back then for the things that I've done, the way that I've made people feel, the mistakes that I've made, I had to do a lot of forgiveness and something that has really helped me to forgive myself was telling myself I did the best that I could with what I knew and with the circumstances and environment that I was in. The person that I was back then, the things that I've said, did, all of that was because I was a product of my environment and my environment was not a healthy environment. It was toxic. I, you know, it was just a hostile, toxic environment and I didn't know any better back then. And that's not to excuse the things that we've done because we didn't know any better but it's just the truth you didn't know any better and now you do and because you know better you can do differently in the future and it's again like self-compassion is so powerful you guys and when you are able to just tell yourself I was a horrible shitty friend because I didn't know what it meant to be a good friend and now that I've learned what it means to be a good friend, the type of friend I would want, the type of friend I 
want to be, I can do better in the future. And I am sorry for that version of myself that didn't know any better. There is something so powerful in just doing that and saying that and knowing that you just did what you could. And as far as forgetting about the past and moving forward i think a lot of times when it comes to being stuck in the past we are either it's either because we're regretful and like we wish things could change or we did things differently and again that has to do with being not being able to forgive yourself and understanding you didn't know any better but also because i feel like and this may not be the case for everyone but it has been for me is that we romanticize the past and we make things out to be better than what they actually were and that is what keeps us stuck at least that's that's what i've done in the past is think things relationships people were better than they actually were and this is where honesty really comes into play is being very honest with yourself with how things actually were how certain people actually treated you and not romanticizing it because that will keep you stuck basically what i'm trying to say is when it comes to moving on from the past forgiving yourself for your mistakes letting go of hurt pain whatever your the case is the components in order to make all of this happen is patience understanding compassion yeah that's pretty much it so someone said being single and loving it but also so excited to meet the next guy and fall in love so i think this is a great perspective and a great message um kudos to you for being single and loving it but also being excited you know for the next time you fall in love um i feel like more people need to have this sort of mindset especially when it comes to being single i haven't been single in a while however when i was i do i can recall like always being in a space of i just want my person i just want to be in love i just want to be in a relationship i hate being single men are trash this that and the other and the thing is like we receive the energy we give out and i think there's so much beauty and excitement and just amazing things that happen that can happen when you are single if you allow it to happen for you so it's all in the mindset that you carry and i think you specifically who sent in this topic you have a great perspective on being single because there's so much joy that can occur in just being single whether it's getting to know a bunch of different types of people and figuring out what you like in a person what you don't like what you want what you don't want figuring out yourself i learned so much about myself when i was single and living by myself literally it was the hardest slash most exciting time in my life i don't know how it's possible to be both at the same time but it was because i was able to really discover who i was as a person mingle with different guys and you know realize what i liked and it was just a fun exciting carefree time not to say that when you're in a relationship or you're married things can't be fun and carefree and exciting it's just a different type of fun and carefree and exciting if you're someone who is single and you're in the mindset of i hate being single i 
you know, the people that I meet are trash. I just want to be in love. I just, you know, want my person. You're not going to find your person with that energy. I'm sorry. Like you, you attract, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. So if you're giving off that energy, then that's what you're going to keep attracting. So if you're wanting to be in the, you know, enjoy the process of being single and also, you know, anticipating when you fall in love, like you have to shift your perspective on being single and find the blessings in being single and not be so focused on finding your person or, you know, getting in your next relationship. Um, It's so true when they say like you find your person or a relationship when you're not looking for it like it's so 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 true when you're just focused on yourself you're doing your thing you're enjoying life that's when it happens for you and I'm so happy for you I don't want to say your name but for you being in this energy and this perspective because that is such that's just such an awesome way to live and to be and I wish more people were like that instead of you know being resentful of being single and then there's also people who aren't relationships that are like I wish I was single which I mean if you're one of those people then you should just be single because girl what are you doing you know but anyways I digress so I love that for you girl I love that for you and more people need to hop on that energy of being single and loving it but also anticipating when their person comes around okay so somebody said the fear of starting a new career when you have so many people depending on you I am going to do my best to answer this by putting myself in your shoes because I haven't had this experience. I mean, in terms of having a bunch of people depend on me, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have really anyone depending on me. So I don't know how that feels, but I can sympathize with how that feels and starting over and just having all this pressure. So when it comes to this, like the thing that I would ask you or have you ask yourself is what are you afraid of essentially? Like getting very clear on what the fear is. Is it that the fear of not making enough money? Is it the fear of having to start over? Like what about starting over scares you? Is it that you are afraid to take a risk because you don't know what the outcome will be and obviously you have people depending on you? What is that fear? And once you get clear on what that fear is, a great question that I always ask all my clients who are dealing with fear and, you know, fear of the unknown or their desires is what is more scary like staying where I am right now and being in this position that I am right now or trying something new like starting a new career maybe it works out and maybe it doesn't like what is the worst possible case scenario that could happen if you try this new career and it doesn't work out like a lot of times what my clients have found and maybe you will find is the worst possible case scenario is that you stay exactly where you are right now and with that perspective and with that in mind you start to realize that the like the fear of whatever it is whether it's a new career starting over whatever you know your situation is is not that scary because you're actually already in that space of where 
of where your fear is, if that makes sense. And if that's the case for you, that's just something to really keep in mind is if your fear is to just be where you are right now, then what do you really have to lose? And then ask yourself, okay, if I do start over, what is the best case scenario? Like, is it that I start this new career and, you know, I succeed in it and I do well and I'm you know, financially abundant and I'm stable and, you know, I can provide for my family or what is the best possible case scenario. You have to think about what's more scary is doing nothing and staying in the position that you are or trying something failing, but at least you tried or trying something and maybe it goes really well. And again, I know it's, it's easier said than done, especially when you have people depending on you, whether it's children, your parents, your siblings. It's a lot of pressure, but I'm saying this because I personally know this person who sent in this question, and if you're listening, I want you to know I have so much faith in you. You are so much more powerful than you know. You have so many gifts, and I would hate to see you waste any of the amazing gifts that you have, and you have a supportive team around you. You know you have me. You know you have who you have, and we're not going to let you fail because success is your birthright. In order to get that success, sometimes that means taking a risk and doing something that scares you, and I just want you to know, girl, I have so much faith in you and your potential and what you can do you've already done such amazing things in your lifetime and you've already overcome some really hard difficult things in your life and you somehow find a way to make it out of it and that should show you how powerful and resilient you are and knowing the things that you've gone through already i feel like there is nothing 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 you can't do at this point and i just want you to have as much faith in yourself as i do as the people that love you do and we always have your back and you're destined for greatness and there's a reason why you've faced all of these challenges and have overcome them because you were meant for something great And I just wanted to say that because I love you so much. So I think I'm going to end this episode with one last question. And it's a relationship-related question. It's how to stop thinking about someone that doesn't show interest or only when he wants. Okay, this is going to be some tough love type of talk. But this is something that I wish someone told me when I was younger. When a man cares about you, man, woman, whatever, when somebody cares about you, you will not have to question it ever 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 and if you're question left wondering does this person like me does this person care then i'm sorry to say that they probably don't or they don't care enough to show you that they care or that they don't know how to show you that they care and if they don't know how to show you then they're probably not emotionally mature or available enough for you and that's just the reality of it and I wish like this question when I read this question actually it reminded me of my younger self like my early teens I mean yeah my teen slash early 20 year old self of like getting mixed signals from guys and you know one day they were all over me acting like they like me then the next day 
they ghosted me and acted like they didn't even know who I was and just feeling so confused and like why is he showing me attention one day and not the next and bottom line is and it sucks when you're younger because I feel like even now like men my age are not emotionally mature and I don't mean to stereotype because I know there are some emotionally mature men but majority no I don't even want to say majority but there are just some people out there that are just emotionally immature or just not emotionally intelligent and I've learned so much about people since just like therapy working on myself meeting talking to people experiencing life that there are just so many adults in life that just go through life and they're not emotionally aware people and when someone isn't emotionally aware of their emotions they can't provide like clarity to you you know so if you're dealing with someone who is wishy-washy or they only talk to you when they want to talk to you they leave you feeling confused girl do yourself a favor and just let it go let it be because someone who likes you first of all even if somebody likes you but they don't know how to like express it to you that is a sign that that person is not ready to even be in a relationship or like be you know emotionally invested in someone because if you can't even express to someone that you like them how can you have a healthy normal relationship whether it's romantic or friendship wise you know like it's very difficult to have a normal healthy relationship with someone who doesn't even know how to communicate or who's wishy-washy and this goes for friendships romantic partners no mm-mm, just Mm, mm, mm. I'm sorry like I just have such strong boundaries or standards I don't know what you want to call it around people who are wishy-washy or who leave me feeling confused like if you no mm -mm, don't have time for it I'm sorry that's just that's my advice to you and it will save you so much stress and worry and confusion and wasting time because it's just it's that's that's all you'll be doing that's all that is is just wasted time and confusion and what's going on what's happening so just do yourself a favor and let it be if that person chooses to come around and change their behavior then great awesome but don't And that's just me being honest. Like, I never had, like, an older sister or anyone to look up to or to tell me, hey, like, this is how to navigate relationships. Or, you know, when a guy does this, like, don't fall for it. And I wish someone would have told me what I'm telling you now because it would have made my life easier. But you live and you learn. And this is why I do this podcast to share with you the things that I wish I knew. Um, but what I will say before you just like cut it off or let it be is if you haven't already, openly communicate how you're feeling to this person. Communication is so important and I think, you know, if you're feeling like this person only shows interest when he wants to and it's making you feel some type of way, be an adult about it and communicate it with him and all you have to say or what you can say is hey like I feel that you only show me interest when you want to and it makes me feel x y and z 
based on their answer then you can decide what is best for you to do but i think if you're just open and communicate communicative is that even a word i don't know but if you communicate what you feel and are honest that is honestly all you can do and you can't control how someone reacts to it or if they react at all just always trust behavior over words um, because people especially guys especially immature guys especially manipulative guys they love to talk a good game but it's all in their actions that really matters so that is my two cents on that and i think i will leave this episode here i hope that you enjoyed this episode i feel really good just like giving you my two cents on your situations i hope that you found some of this girl talk um helpful if you did i would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode post it on your instagram stories tag me in it leave an itunes review if you haven't already so and as always until next time remember to just go with it